One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking some more r slash am I the butthole. <laughs> and if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. A quick thank you to a rejoin from Vmin and a new join from Lucy Walsh. And just to everyone for spending your precious time with me today and getting involved with the channel. Time is so precious, and to spend it with me is absolutely amazing. So thank you so much, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And today, our first story is going to follow with an update. So if you heard the original before, as always, please feel free to use the timestamps in the description. And it's from a throwaway account titled, Would I be the asshole if I told my daughters the truth about their mum? So I, 29 male, have four kids, all girls aged 13, 12, 7, and 4, and one on the way. I want a boy because I want a junior, but I wouldn't mind another girl. I'm a girl dad. My oldest two are with my ex-girlfriend. Me and her were together in high school. We found out we were expecting. Our first daughter was born when we were 16 and our second was at 17. We broke up amicably when we were 19 and have been great co-parents. My ex has a drug problem. It was bad to say the least. She was able to hide it from our daughters, but it was getting worse as time went on. She wanted to get clean, so she left our daughters with me and went to rehab to get right. This was two years ago. Now my daughters haven't seen her in person, but they speak in FaceTime and every time they ask why they haven't seen her, she says she has to go and I know my ex is hurting. Sometimes she calls me crying and asks if she's a bad mum and I tell her she's a great mum because she knows she wants to get better for our daughter's sake and her sake. My daughters aren't idiots either, so they know something is going on and I won't budge on what it is. Now here is my dilemma. I want to tell them where their mum is and why she's there, but I don't want to do that without her signing off on it and her being present because I feel like as their parents, we should tell them together. I don't know what I should do. Would I be the asshole if I straight up told them without their mother signing off or being present? Now to me in this one, I think if you just come out and say it to the children, I don't think that's fair on the mum as well. You know, she's going for a lot herself and you don't know the way the children are going to react initially. So I think you need to come up with a plan with your ex in the best way to deal with this. But at the same time, I think children, especially the older two, do deserve to know what their mum is up to rather than just keep bailing out of their life randomly like that. They need to know something is up. Well, they do know something is up, but telling them in the best possible way. You don't need to say, you know, she's going to rehab because of drugs. You can just say she's very ill at the moment and she needs to go to this place to get better. I personally think that's a far better solution than, you know, your mother just bailing out and the children not knowing what's going on, you know. I think that must be absolutely devastating for them. But Justin Walltown says, Your daughters are old enough to know. Discuss with your ex the proper way to tell them. Her honesty and accountability is part of her oath to long-term sobriety. Your girls are old enough that they may have figured out more than you think. I assure you they discuss it with each other and likely other people. Engineering Own says you would be the asshole if you told them without talking to their mum first. While they might be old enough to handle it, it's really something you should have her on board with first. 
Otherwise, it could end up going badly if they mention it while FaceTiming with her. You've already said she's trying and that you guys are co-parenting well. Don't ruin that. Quantum Pussy says no one actually has said this, so I'm going to. You must talk to your ex, but if she says that she really doesn't want to, you do not have to obey her. There's a judgment call that you have the authority to make, so if it comes to it, you can say, I'm telling them anyway, and leave it at that. You seem like a nice guy, and I can see you don't want to hurt or stress out your ex, but you're a dad first. You must do what you think is in the best interests of your children. Emotional Hazard says you would be the arsehole if you told them without talking to your ex first. You need to ensure it's something she wants them to know about. Though 13 and 12 are old enough, this will still impact them and may have a negative effect on how they view their mum. Talk to her before you do anything. And one more from Definitely Notive by who says you would be the arsehole if you did it without telling their mother. But the kids are old enough to know that something is up and their imaginations can make things so much worse, as well as put self-doubt and assign blame to themselves as possibilities for why mum isn't home. I think it's honestly the best route. Just keep it simple and not too much info they don't need. Mum has a hard time with some bad substances that make her feel sick, and she is with doctors to help her feel better and growing stronger so she can be your best mum. Hope set the narrative that sure you can mess up, but the important part is getting help to get better. Now we're going to move on to the update to see what that says. So after I made the post on Wednesday, on Friday I got a call from my ex and we had a conversation. I told her that the girls had been asking questions about where she has been for the last two years and they deserve answers. I told her that I wasn't going to do it without her there no matter what. She said okay and thanked me between the tears and said she appreciated me and I told her I appreciated her giving me two of the four pieces, soon to be five pieces, that make my world and that whatever happens, I got your back. She says she's going to fly in and we could finally have a talk. Now Sunday comes and it's around 1pm. She knocks on the door and my 12-year-old answered the door and as soon as she saw her mum, she jumped into her arms yelling and crying as my 13-year-old turned around and jumped into her arms also and they all just rolled around crying, kissing and hugging and I'm not going to lie, it caused me to cry a little bit. After 10 minutes, my ex thanked me and my wife for looking after the kids and then me, my ex and our daughters went into the backyard to talk. Our 13-year-old started it with why she left and she replied, and said that they were old enough to know the truth and basically it was because she was a drug addict. She spilled it all out, how she abused drugs and why she decided to stop when she realized it was gonna end in either her death or losing everything and she wasn't gonna let that happen. She continued by saying she loved the girls and that she wanted to get better for them and she was sorry for leaving them like that and that she loved them more than anything. My daughters then asked me why I didn't tell them the truth and I told them I found it was the best decision to protect them and I was sorry I lied to them and continued that I finally realized they needed to know the truth when they started continuously asking questions that I didn't want to answer without their mum and seeing their mum cry over them finally got me to tell them the truth. They understood and they all cried. It was great to see. The rest of my day, my ex and our girls were talking and playing and the girls were telling her about school and their friends and their activities and it made me happy. They played the rest of the day and all three watched a movie in the girls' room and fell asleep. It's Monday morning and I'm writing this one hour ago. Me and my ex dropped them off at school and we went back where she thanked me again and my wife for looking after our daughters and she could never repay me and we had a group hug. Thank you everybody for the advice in both the comments and the messaging. I really appreciate any help and advice. And I gotta say, that one set me off. That was a nice, wholesome update, I think. As, as, as updates go, you know, 
clearly X has gone through a hell of a time and she's dealing with it in the best possible way by going to rehab and, and dealing with all these things and, and both OP and her went to their children and talked it out and it's always the best way you know a lot of these solutions that we cover in this subreddit can be dealt with with a bit of conversation but let's not also forget about the awesomeness of OP's new wife in this situation as well to be so accepting and welcoming and loving to X and the children and OP in the situation that they're facing. I think that's absolutely fantastic. But what do you guys make of this story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Leslie Ears, titled, Am I the asshole for embarrassing a friend from college after they tried to call me out on Facebook? I, male 25, updated my status yesterday with, Savannah has been extra swampy lately. A few hours after I posted, a friend I went to college with commented, Really? This is really immature. Stop openly bullying people like this. If you're having issues with the hygiene of someone, talk to them in private or better yet, mind your own business. I replied, I live in Savannah, Georgia, which is a literal swamp. This is a good example of why people should think before they post or comment. An hour later, I get a call from her telling me I was rude and my moment was mean and she felt it was meant to embarrass her. She said I should have replied to her comment in private. I told her that she was the one who commented publicly on my status and that if she didn't want to be called out, she should have made such a ridiculous comment. She said I needed to delete my whole post. I told her no, she can delete her own comment if she wants, but I wouldn't be deleting the post or my comment. Am I the asshole? Edit, just realized I mistyped. My Facebook post said Savannah has been smelling extra swampy lately. To add, the friend who commented is not named Savannah. I'm assuming she assumed I was talking about a coworker or someone I know and met since after graduating. My British mind, whenever I think of US cities, I always think of like massive towns and stuff like that. And I always forget like there's like, and I love hearing about like these, these, these places like but savannah here and i just googled some images of like the swamps and stuff and it looks so cool and they do like tours and stuff like that sorry i'm getting carried away with myself here <laughs> i just think that's pretty awesome although it sounds like it might be a bit whiffy around sometimes sometimes of the year i guess and this is just a clear case of someone's gone on facebook one of these typical people <laughs> where someone's gone on facebook and they've seen this post and they've assumed that they was talking about a person and then made an ass of themselves absolutely not the asshole in the situation they just don't like the fact that you've called them out for it and why wouldn't you call someone out for it they're trying to make you look like a bad person like you're talking about a real person when you're just talking about the swamp area which you said is a literal swamp and looking at the picture see myself i can imagine you get a whiff of it every now and then when the the breeze is heading in your direction absolutely not the asshole to me at all and there's no reason why you should remove that post when they're the person who's trying to cause a bit of drama on Facebook. Thandaga says, not the asshole. She basically mad because you pulled an Uno reverse card on her. <laughs> D Trastevere says, I love it when that, this happens. People get way too comfortable attaching their full name and photograph to every half-baked thought they vomit on their keyboards. Someone's got to embarrass themselves every once in a while to keep the rest of us cautious. <laughs> Amethyst Fire says, not the asshole. She is a prime example of what happens when you assume she embarrassed herself. There for the comment says not the asshole. I don't even know you and assume right away that you're referring to Savannah GA. This was such a facepalm moment for this person. Lol. Tyron22 says not the asshole. Public callouts are also meant to embarrass and shame people, which she fully intended to do. Regardless of her hypothetical good intention, she made herself look like an idiot without any help from you. 
Reaction Acceptable 33 says not the arsehole, she played a stupid game and won a stupid prize. That happened to me once and I accepted the correction. And here is your daddy who replies to that saying, this is the only acceptable outcome. You learn and grow like it's happened to all of us. It's embarrassing, but it's a good lesson to learn. I like to think our mistakes make us better people, but with college acquaintances like OPs, those life lessons just don't do what they're supposed to. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do in that situation? Would you consider removing the post or do you think no? You know, you caused this. This is the consequences of your actions. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll stroll on over to the next one. And our next story comes from D Cat in the Hat, titled, Am I the Asshole for Not Letting a Mother and a Small Child in Front of Me at Magic Kingdom? got an entitled parents when i think guys so i 31 female am on vacation in disney world for the 50th anniversary celebration i am a childless millennial by choice the hated group by many mothers in magic kingdom the hated group of many mothers in magic kingdom took my spot in front right behind the tape for the cavalcade mini parade as the cavalcade was about to pass cast members directed people who were on the wrong side of the path and told everyone to cross to my side and stand behind the tape among the people to cross were three adults and one child in a stroller, maybe four, and the child's grandparents. The mother forced herself in front of me and the entire stroller was over the line. It took about 30 seconds for the cast member to tell her she had to move behind the tape. She then turned around to me and told me I had to back up so she could fit. I told her no. She could find another place to stand as not only was I here first, but she was on the wrong side entirely. She, of course, then went into a rant about how her son wouldn't be able to see and I didn't need to be up front. For the record, I'm barely five foot, so yeah, if I moved, I wouldn't be able to see either. I told her it was not my responsibility to make sure a kid could see and I was keeping my spot. She tried to get the cast member involved and he told her to move and get behind the line somewhere else. Admittedly, her child definitely couldn't see much where she moved to, but he was obviously uninterested. The mother then climbed up in a bench so she could see and to take pictures. Clearly, she was the one who wanted to be able to watch. Here is where I might be the asshole. After the cavalcade, I was walking in Frontierland. Her family were behind me making rude comments about how I was entitled and a scumbag, blah, 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 etc, etc. She then loudly stormed past me and said to her child in a loud voice, Sorry you couldn't see the parade. Some people don't care about children. I mean, she is right there, but I just loudly responded. Yeah, sucks to be you. Should have got there earlier. I had a great view. Got some nice pictures. <laughs> so am I the asshole? I definitely didn't need to make the comment I did, and I do feel bad for the kid, mostly because he has that for a mother. But I also feel like I shouldn't be inconvenienced by her not initially following directions. Edit. There seems to be some confusion. Had the mother taken her child out the stroller and wanted him to stand in front of me, I would have done so without hesitation. She wanted me to move so her and the stroller could be in front of me, causing me and the other people behind me to move significantly further back. Another edit. We were on a slant so at one point the stroller started to roll away from her a few inches because she was on the bench taking pictures. Cast member grabbed it right before she did, then she held it with her foot. 
Look, for my judgment, I'm going to first put myself in the shoes of Entitled Mother, who was on the other side, the wrong side, then was asked to cross and then went in the barrier and then stood in front of everyone. There was no way in my conscience that I would be able to, you know, if I was on the wrong side, I was told to move over the other side and I moved under the tape, then I'd be able to, I wouldn't stand in front of everyone with a stroller as well. That is just such an entitled attitude. Oh yeah, I'm on the wrong side, so now I can push in front of everyone. I would have went to the back or found myself another place, not just move in front of everyone. That's such a shitty thing to do. So with that in mind, it's going to be an obvious not the arsehole for me, regardless of what you said. She was the one who's being an absolute shitbag, walking in front of you and saying, oh, look, it's that man, blah, 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 whatever. That person's the arsehole. It's not going to be you in this situation. And I'm glad you put that person in their place. But Cutie Beaver 26 says, not the arsehole, you're my hero. I'm so tired of entitled parents thinking their kids and them deserve some kind of preference just for existing. Adults are allowed to experience things too. Synth says, lol at everyone coming at you for your comments. Saying something rude to someone being rude. Unheard of, not the arsehole. Danny Big D says, not the arsehole. She was a loud bully that got there late. No one else to blame except herself. Obviously says, not the arsehole. I'm so sick of entitled people at theme parks. If you want a better view, get there earlier. If that woman wants her child to see all shiny things, she needs to manage their time better. Happiest place on earth, my ass. <laughs> Most families are overheated, entitled, and yelling at each other. Good for you for standing your ground. <laughs> it's Stacey says, would it have been nice for you to make room for the child? Yes. Did you have to? No. The mother then proceeded to be rude to you. Not just before the thing afterward. Did you have to comment? No. Was your comment rude? Yes. Do any of these things make you an arsehole? No, not the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this story? How would you have acted if like an entitled parent that you saw across the barrier was on the wrong side and suddenly they was told to move over and they moved in front of you in the barrier? That would really pee me off, I think. Let me know your thoughts and how you would act in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Husband's House? Am I the Arsehole for letting my sister and her friends use my husband's house for their vacation without asking or telling him? I'm separated from my husband. Originally, we agreed that I would stay in our marital home and he would stay in his apartment if he needed to since he is away for business often and rarely home anyway. He ended up going back on our agreement and decided that he would stay at the house whenever he was here despite our agreement. When I brought it up to him, he said, as long as we're still married, it's business as usual. So my sister was planning a trip to Italy and she asked me if I knew any good hotels to stay at since she's never been before. I told her she could use my husband's house since he wasn't supposed to be in Italy during that time, so it would be free. And since he wants it to be business as usual, this was a normal offer for me to make. She accepted and that was that. Mid vacation, my husband had an emergency and needed to be in Italy. Obviously, he wasn't expecting her or her friends to be there. My sister told me that he turned up, but he never mentioned it to me until he got home. He was furious that I hadn't asked him first or warned him that she was going to be there, and we had a huge fight over it. When he confronted me about it, I reminded him that he said things would be business as usual as long as we are married. I also reminded him that this same situation has happened before and that he usually doesn't expect me to tell him if I've agreed to let someone use a property he owns as long as I know he isn't going to be in that country at the time. So him being angry wasn't business as usual. He didn't find it funny and told me to stop testing his patience and is now saying maybe we need some rules after all. Am I the arsehole? 
Now to me in this one, I think it's an everyone sucks here simply because you know, you're separated now and there should have been the rules of some sort from the very start, boundaries should I say, from the very start. When you're separated, surely it's a given that things can't be business as usual. It's just not going to work that way. And you made the agreement from the very start that you would stay in the marital home, he would stay in the apartment, and that was that. But he went back on the agreement and then just claimed this business as usual stuff, which makes him the arsehole for that, in my opinion. And then you went ahead and said that, you know, you could use my husband's house because he wasn't supposed to be there because it was business as usual. And you quoted that, which made me think it was like a bit of retaliation in which you put your sister in the middle of it and made her feel awkward, which would make you the arsehole at the same time. It all felt a bit very tit for tat on this one for me. So I'm definitely going to say uh, everyone sucks here on this one to me. But I have said my piece says you're the asshole. If it was business as usual, you'd have told your husband that your sister was staying at his place in Italy. Shiny Littlefoot says everyone sucks here. He's a dick for sure for the business as usual part. But you didn't forget to tell him. You concealed it purposefully. I understand that you were trying to get a message through, as in we need ground rules, but the way you did it impacted many people who didn't do anything to deserve this. Your damn adults act like it. The confessor says you put your sister in the middle. That is an asshole move if there ever was one. Individual Moose says everyone sucks here. He's been an asshole for the business as usual rule and not respecting the boundaries of the separation. However, you're the asshole for not giving him a heads up about that Italy house. Surely you would have mentioned it if you guys were still together as a heads up, whether he was likely to go there or not. A username says everyone sucks here. Business as usual was referring to where he was living, not the rest of your lives. Did you still have the same social engagements as usual? The same physical affection as usual? The same types of conversations as usual? I'm a bit confused though. Was your sister staying in the house you live in or at some house in a completely different country? What type of emergency required him to fly to Italy? And one more from real Doug Spiegel who says you're the arsehole. Letting her stay there without asking the owner is an arsehole move, even if that's usual behavior. Doesn't mean it's not arsehole behavior and the current circumstances don't justify if they add a layer of pettiness. Now, what do you guys make of this story? How would you act in this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story is from Am I the Asshole Cafe Girl from Brother? Am I the asshole for laughing at my mum and telling her it's not my fault she's broke? My girlfriend's brother owns a small cafe and bakery. 
It's a relatively new place, but I recommended it to everyone who wants a place to go. Everything there is good quality and it's very cute. It's worth mentioning that my girlfriend and her brother are very close and my mum knows this. This past weekend, my mum was in town and decided to visit the cafe with a few of her friends. In the middle of the afternoon while my girlfriend is at work, I get a very distressed, angry phone call from mum demanding to speak to my girlfriend. I'm very confused and I could tell that she was crying, so I tried to calm her down a little before I tried to piece together what happened. Once she's ready, she starts ranting about how terrible the cafe was. She claims that the staff treated her terribly and how my girlfriend's brother embarrassed her in front of her friends. I ask her to elaborate and she explains that she didn't bring any money to pay because she thought it would be free because she is a friend of the owner. Because she didn't have any money, she was forced to ask one of her friends to pay the bill. To be fair, I found this all a little funny and absurd, so I laughed. Looking back on it, I probably shouldn't have done this as this really, really aggravated her. She got mad and proceeded to call my girlfriend a terrible person who was never going to be a part of the family. I got mad, telling my mum that it's not my fault that she's broke. After that, she hung up. I thought it was fine, but then I found out that my mum left a pretty bad review on the cafe's website, harassed the cafe and left my girlfriend a string of badly written text messages. I feel bad because I don't want my girlfriend or a brother to suffer because of my actions. Edit, I've apologized to my girlfriend and her brother for my mum's behavior. My girlfriend doesn't blame me, but I still feel terrible. God damn, it's another entitled parent as well. Going to a place <laughs> and expect because you own the, you know the owner that you're going to get some freebies. Yeah, it's absolutely entitled behavior and an arsehole for doing so. You're not the arsehole in this case to me. And not only was your mum's behavior entitled, that she's turned around to your girlfriend and said, you're never going to be a part of the family. So also some toxic behavior sprinkled on top of that shitty cupcake as well. So... <laughs> absolutely not the arsehole to me but arachnobravia says not the arsehole but you should really ever talk with your mother about how trash her behavior was considering no one had ever said she would get a free ride there also i'd more likely apologize to your girlfriend and her brother about your mother's behavior and work on getting her to apologize and take the review down Moody Spidey says, lol, not the arsehole. Your mum is an entitled arsehole though for assuming she can get freebies and be so offended when told to pay up Evil Mel says not the arsehole. Apologize to your girlfriend and her brother. Let them know that your mother's actions and words are not your own. Tell your mother that not once was she told she would get free food, that she isn't entitled to it. A small family business cannot afford to give out free food. Bug Throwaway says not the arsehole. Who would show up to a cafe and expect that they're entitled to free food because they have a connection to the owner without speaking to someone beforehand? Wouldn't, if anything, you want to support a new small business of a family friend? While you maybe should not have laughed, your mother is undoubtedly the arsehole. That said, you should do your best to communicate with her and try to undo the damage she's trying to cause to your relationship and to the business. And Tarnishow14 says, not the arsehole, but with a mum that's entitled, you'd be an ex. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How would you deal with that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our final story comes from our very own subreddit, r slash mark narrations. Feel free to come get involved over there. And it's from the user Sagisseria9475. Apologize if I got that name wrong. Title, am I the asshole for making my housemate wait for me to get dishes from my room instead of letting him to get it himself? This story is from eight to 10 years ago, but it still bothers me. So I thought maybe I'd get some feedback from another community with a hopefully better explanation. 
I'm mid-twenties at the time, female, live with my parents and a friend of my mother's, somewhere in his fifties, I think, male, whom I'll call Rob. The way the house is arranged, Rob and my mother have an equal share of the mortgage, so Rob owns half of the house. This is important to establish the dynamic here. I never really got along well with Rob. He has a lot of untreated neurodivergences which make him extremely difficult to live with, including a tendency to complain about dishes never being done when he's the one constantly leaving multiple dishes, including pots and pans, all over the kitchen and the living room. Now, I've no sake to live with either. I know this for a fact. It's uh, very difficult for me to get into the habit of cleaning up after myself, and I tend to eat in my room in front of my computer or TV while playing games a habit I've only recently started breaking due to pest issues. Dishes are a major hyperfixation of Rob's. For some reason, he essentially has all the dishes we own memorized and he hates it when I take particular dishes to my room, which on one hand I could understand, but on the other, there's only so many options I can have if he's going to tell me, no, don't use that one for 75% of the dishes, especially when he uses more than anyone else in the house, uses in a day and rarely even does the dishes himself. So one day while I was getting ready for work, Rob stopped me in the hall en route to the bathroom and asked if I'd seen a particular bowl he was looking for. I said no, because at that particular moment, I didn't remember using it and I was tired and half asleep and focused on getting ready for work. He sulked and I moved on. Two minutes later, while I'm in the bathroom, he suddenly starts screaming at me through the bathroom door. Didn't even knock first, just started screaming, absolutely furious. Can I go into your room and look for it? I am extremely protective of my privacy and boundaries. My dad has a habit of barging into my room uninvited and I have had a history of people disrespecting my space and property before, especially Rob. Leaving my DVDs out of the case, taking a disc out of my GameCube while it's still running because he couldn't figure out how to turn it off, eating my food, etc. So my answer to that is no. He goes on to say that he can see the bowl he's looking for from the open door to my room. I tried to say that if he gives me a few minutes to let me finish up in the bathroom, I'll go get it for him. He continues screaming, saying that I shouldn't bar people from my room if I'm going to keep stealing things from people like this. I yell at him to stop screaming at me and he drops an ultimatum. Either I let him go get it right now or he'll talk to my mother about me moving out. At that point, my dad got involved and the two of them got into a screaming fight. I finished the bathroom, got the bowl, handed it to Rob mid-fight and shut myself up in my room. I was shaking and running on pure adrenaline and legitimately afraid to face him again after that and called my mum to tell her what happened and asked if she'd be willing to give me a ride to work because I didn't want to leave my room without backup. She took my side 100% saying that Rob doesn't have the power to kick me out like that and fuck him for being so angry that I made him wait a whole two minutes to get his precious ball back. But when I complained about the situation to the live journal community, Yes, this story is that old, housemate horrors, I got some mixed responses. There were a handful who agreed that it was just a bowl, and even if I shouldn't have had it in my room, it wasn't worth a person twice my age screaming at me and making threats to kick me out. But the majority of the comments before I got upset and deleted the post were accusing me of lying when I thought I didn't have it, and that I shouldn't be surprised when I get in trouble for stealing a housemate's property. I don't think what I did was stealing, and I didn't mean to come off as lying. I personally think he's extreme in policing of how certain dishes in the house are being used, but I acknowledge that not taking them back after using them was a bit of a habit of mine. So, do we both suck here, or was he the bigger asshole? 
Damn, I think if I was in your position, I'd feel extremely on edge in that house all the time, that you can't have a certain bowl without getting shouted at or looked at in a certain way, you know, like 75% of the cutlery you can't use or whatever. But the big standout thing to me is that he threatened eviction over a bowl. That is worrying, isn't it? And I know you said he's got like fixations and various things like that, but this is definitely not the arsehole from me. I don't think you're the arsehole. Maybe ever so slightly, like if you did leave your bowls and stuff like in your bedroom all the time and you, they stacked up or whatever, but it doesn't quite sound like that. And I point out a particular bit of language you used in this one where you said, for some reason, he essentially has all the dishes we owned memorized. So I'm assuming the dishes and stuff are co-owned by your mother and Rob, whether you bought them or not, I don't know which would definitely put it in not the asshole territory to me because he doesn't specifically own those. I mean, if, if I was you in that position, and I know hindsight is a great thing, but I would probably step back and, you know, just buy my own set of goddamn dishes. If he's that fixated on them, I, there's no way I'd want to be a part of that mess. <laughs> but not the asshole from me. But Skullbone says not the asshole. He couldn't wait a few minutes. Wow, dude needs to get off his high horse. I can see it being talked out, but it's literally frustrating to have to look for dishes all through the house. So can you please stop leaving dishes in your room? Maybe you could have bought a few of your own dishes, but honestly, I don't feel he had the right to scream at you and demand he be allowed in your space. No matter how much he owns of what. And bravo to your parents for having your back. And we're just finish off with one more from Irish, because why not? Who says, uh, why do your mum and Rob share ownership of the house? It doesn't sound like Rob is a relative. Does he share ownership of the dishes too? If not, then it isn't any of his business what you do with the dishes. And why let him use so many of the dishes? Regardless, your room is your room. He should not go in there without permission. He certainly should not be leaving your DVDs out of their cases. He's also extremely hypocritical for screaming at you about one bowl when his own habit involves leaving dishes all over the house and never washing them. Who keeps track of what dishes are and aren't in their room anyway? I eat at my computer all the time. I don't know for sure what I've got unless I actually look. Now, what do you guys make of this story and today's collection of stories? As always, I would love to know your thoughts, opinions, and verdicts down in the comments below if you choose to share them, but there's never any pressure to either. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel, you know, get involved in the Halloween competition we got going on. There's some great entries as well. I absolutely love the creativity of you folks. It's amazing. Thank you so much, and I will see you in the next one. <laughs> much love, guys. Boxes are defeating, purpose always fleeting. I poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come. Truth is too revealing, life is easier concealing. All emotions to the start on your heart going numb. I shouldn't be in drive more, I just wanna feel alive more. I feel hurt all the time, but I can't see straight. I've been wrong. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.